The future of work is already here, and it's important to know if the skills you have today are going to help you be successful for the work that's required for tomorrow. We're going to be talking about the top five workforce skills in the U.S. job market on this episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. Hey, what's going on? This is Joey. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. While you're tuning in, why don't you go ahead and give us a five-star review on iTunes and go ahead and share this episode with your friends because this episode is super important. We're talking about the top five workforce skills in the U.S. job market. Now, In this internet era, finding job listings is pretty straightforward. However, it's arguably harder than ever to stand out in a crowd of experienced applicants. Now, if you have excellent skills and you know how to draw attention to them on your resume, your chances of being noticed by a recruiter, well, they're pretty good. Also, if you're an employer looking for talent, wouldn't you like to know what skills are in demand for today and needed for tomorrow? Well, the team here at the Business Life with Coffee podcast and Jumpstart HR, we analyze various reports and profiles, and I want to share with you the top five skills that helped candidates get hired last year. Here are some of those skills. Now, the first skill is cloud and distributed computing. With the rise of cloud computing-based applications like Adobe Creative Cloud, Google Cloud, and Google Drive, well, the need for skilled and capable professionals is increasing. Companies are eager to spend more money on employees with cloud computing skills because of their high demand for remote software storage. And as a result of the high demand, professionals with these skills can easily command high salaries. Now, the research said in 2018 that the average salary package offered to a platform engineer and a cloud architect was $107,180 a year and $142,101 per year. That is a game-changing amount of money for someone who has cloud and distributing computing skills on their resume. Now, the next skill is analytical reasoning. This is data analyzing, data organization, and business analyzing. These are some of the few areas that need analytical reasoning skills. And as companies collect data more than ever before, they are starving for professionals who can make smart decisions based on the data. And whether you're preparing business analysis or working on increasing engagement with data analytics, The capability to comprehend and present numerical data proves to be in high demand. Know that in 2018, the salary packages offered to data analysts and business analysts were between $65,000 and $70,000 per year. The next skill that is tops in the U.S. workforce is anything having to do with artificial intelligence. The age of artificial intelligence is here to stay, and therefore, this high-demand skill comes as no surprise. From generating personalized ads to tracking digital footprints to developing self-driving cars, AI is becoming a part of our daily life. Artificial intelligence is expected to offer 2.3 million opportunities by the year 2020. Just search on sites like Indeed. Vacancies in the field of artificial intelligence have doubled over the last three years and are expected to rise in the upcoming years. AI is the future and employers seem to have caught on to this trend. Now, the fourth top skill in the U.S. workforce, <laughs> I this is my favorite, people management. 
Even though advances in technology have shifted the focus away from human interaction, people management remains number four on the top skills list. Technology is appreciated, but so are people. And the results of a combined effort that you can drive as a team are valued much higher compared to results driven by one individual. Now, in business, building successful relationships with employees and management is essential. Therefore, companies who want to build great workplace culture and improve the employee experience hunt for people with great people management skills. The people who are masters in this area are best suited for leadership positions in any organization. Now, last but certainly not least is a tool and a skill that has been valuable almost since the beginning of time, and that is sales and marketing skills. With an increase in competition in the business field, the need for marketing skills is also increasing. Also, the way that we're doing business is changing rapidly, and so you need to develop the new skills and the new ways of sales and marketing. Companies making every effort to stand out amongst competitors must have employees who are able to help them stand out. And as a result, the demand for people with excellent sales and marketing skills is growing. When it comes to the salaries of a marketer, it usually varies with the capabilities and results produced. Where some marketers get vast salaries, others get even double through commissions and bonuses. And the possibilities really are endless if you're in this field and you're able to earn commissions and bonuses. The the salary growth possibilities, they're limitless. Now, these may be the top five workforce skills in the U.S. job market today, but one thing is constant and that's change. And if your company is in need of updated job descriptions or general HR consulting support, you should reach out to Jumpstart HR right away. And to stay on top of Jumpstart's views of all things human resources, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter and subscribe to this podcast. This has been another episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. And hey, we wouldn't have this podcast without support of listeners like you. So make sure that you continue to tell your friends. Leave a five-star review if this episode was helpful. Perhaps maybe you were wondering if you were going to go back to school and learn a skill or maybe even get a certification in the area and you're wondering what skills would be effective, this episode is for you. And of course, it wouldn't be the Business Life and Coffee podcast without a book recommendation. This week's book recommendation is from David Meerman Scott, and it is The New Rules of Marketing and PR. How to use social media, online video, mobile applications, blogs, news releases, and viral marketing to reach buyers directly. Now, we talked about how sales and marketing is one of the top five skills in the U.S. workforce, and this book has been extremely helpful in helping me run my business because it teaches me all of the new ways that people are engaging with social media to make buying decisions. And if you're in sales and marketing, it's all about helping to influence buying decisions. This book is written by David Meerman Scott, and it's got four and a half stars out of five on Amazon with 441 reviews. And we're going to have a link in the show notes for you to review this and for you to check it out. But this is the book that includes dozens of compelling case studies with revisions, real world examples of content marketing and inbound marketing strategies and tactics, a fresh introduction, a new chapter on sales and service, coverage of the latest social media platforms, including 
Periscope and Snapchat. And the new rules of marketing and PR is an unparalleled resource for entrepreneurs, business owners, nonprofit managers, and all of those working in marketing or publicity departments. This practical guide shows how to devise successful marketing and PR strategies to grow any business. So if you're looking to develop your skills in marketing and PR, definitely check out this book recommendation. And if you're looking for more great books, why don't you check out the most recent episodes of this podcast? And there are more recommendations for you. Jumpstart HR is changing the face of the HR industry with their outsourcing, project consulting, and phone support. Enabling startups and small businesses to outsource their HR needs from anywhere in the U.S., from new business and legal compliance to employee performance management and outplacement services. Within the business community, Jumpstart HR is a trusted and reliable service. In fact, companies like Forbes, HR.com, and Inc. Magazine have all featured Jumpstart HR for their easy-to-use hourly, monthly, and on-call support that is tailored specifically to each client's needs. This saves clients like you a lot of time and money. To learn more, schedule your free HR evaluation today at jumpstart-hr.com slash contact. Are you building a personal brand that is authentic, personal, and getting you the results that you want? Well, after this podcast, you'll be sure about what to do and what not to do to get you some more success. Check out this episode of the Business Life and Coffee Podcast. Hey, what's going on? This is Joey here, and this is another episode of the Business Life and Coffee Podcast. This week, we are talking all about personal branding. This is a topic that is very, very important and near and dear to my heart. I believe that a lot of the success that I've been able to have in my entrepreneurial pursuits has been because of personal branding. It's been because of my ability to connect with people on an individual level. And it's been just an opportunity to explore the world and meet new people and and share what's been happening in my life on my social media accounts and and people having a genuine interest in my personal brand. Now, we'll jump into today's podcast. But before we do, I want to give you a reminder that we're starting a business book club. That's right. Starting a business book club. You can check it out at bit.ly slash bbcdale. That's bit.ly. It's a bit.ly link for those of you that are in the know. bit.ly slash bbcdale. And You want to join this because you are going to find out all the ways that you can even improve your personal brand because the very first book that we're doing is Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. The whole reason why you want to win friends and influence people is because you want to develop a personal brand that gets results. You want to be known as a leader of leaders. You want to be known as someone who is influential. And you want to know how to get things accomplished when you've got to work with people you like and people you don't like. And no matter where you fall on the spectrum of liking somebody, you still got to get along with them to get projects done. So definitely check out the book club and I want to see you there. Now, personal branding is the art of promoting yourself and your skills in a way that is uniquely you. Personal branding is also a tool that helps people stand out in a crowded industry or competition. 
Today, everyone has a degree and certificates. But what is it that your competition doesn't have? They don't have your character, they don't have your personality, and they don't have your passion for what motivates you in life. And they don't have your potential chemistry with people who want to work with you. If you rely on degrees and letters after your name to stand for your personal brand, well, everybody else has that. And it's harder to differentiate yourself from others. As a matter of fact, I would go as far to say that there will be people that could even get the opportunities that you're looking for who don't have those letters after their name and don't have those degrees, all because they are genuine, authentic, and have a really strong personal brand. I say this all the time. It's not who you know or what you know. It's who knows what you can do that will make you successful in life. So if you're ready to stand out and start tuning your own horn in the right way, here are some areas where you can promote your personal brand. First area is going to be your area of expertise. Benjamin Franklin is famous for saying, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Now, an area of knowledge is essential to decide when building a personal brand. Because for this, you want to ask yourself, what can you offer to save or make money for a company? And what value do you bring to the table? For instance, if you are a marketing person who graduated and you declare that you're an expert in marketing, well, it's really hard to understand what you do specifically. So you would want to make yourself more attractive and you would say that you are a master of a particular field in marketing, whether that be social media management, content writing, market research, digital marketing, or any other field, instead of just claiming that you're an expert of this large field that uh, has so many nuances and niches. So the question you want to ask yourself is what field of study or area of influence are you most interested in being an expert in? The next way that you can build your personal brand is to focus on your social media exposure. Yes, social media exposure is important because again, it's not what you know or who you know, it's who knows what you can do. And social media is the perfect place to combine those two things. To deal with the blurred lines between work life and personal, I recommend that you publish events or achievements that are related to your work on your social media profile, primarily when results and events are connected to your niche specialization, the area that you're looking to have an impact in. It's super helpful to build an online portfolio of what you want to be known for in the eyes of your colleagues, friends, and contacts. And there are so many ways that you can do that on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram. There's so many ways and I'd love to help you with that. It's helpful to build an online profile because this allows you to reveal your passion for areas that are outside and inside of work. And people will see that the qualities that you share, the things that you're passionate about, will help you stand out in a field of crowded competitors. I can give you a great example, a hypothetical example. Let's say that you are applying for a job or you are a a business vendor and you're looking to win a customer and the customer or the employer finds out that you really, really love dogs. Well, guess what? They love dogs too. So they are going to like you more because they want to learn about why you're so passionate about dogs. So when you find ways of commonality or opportunities for commonality, that's a strong way to build your personal brand. So my question for you to ask yourself is, if a stranger were to look at your online profiles, what do your social media posts say about you? Again, if a stranger were to look at your online profiles, what do your social media posts say about you? The other area where you would want to build credibility in your personal brand is just that, building credibility and trust. Trust is the most essential thing in life besides oxygen. (laughs) 
It's difficult to do business with a person that you don't know, a person that you don't like, and definitely a person that you don't trust. Naturally, it's more comfortable to hire a trustworthy person than a non-trustworthy person for a company. Or if you're an entrepreneur, it's easier for someone to hire you to do a project or to be a a vendor if you're trustworthy. When you are open and vulnerable and you share how you're growing in your personal and professional life, you permit others to trust you. You permit others to go along with the journey that you are experiencing in life. And if you're discoverable under social media, you can build a credible brand and earn the trust of others even before a person meets you. I can't tell you how many times I've had phone calls with potential clients and they've said, oh, Joey, it's like I know you already. I've listened to your podcast. I've seen you post online. I've read about your website. So it's really humbling that people are able to connect with me before we even meet. But that's part of my personal brand is helping people, encouraging people. And so people already have a sense of who I am before they even pick up the phone to call me. As a matter of fact, there's a stat that says people do about 60% of their own sales research before they pick up the phone and call a potential vendor. So My question to you is, what are you doing to become a more trustworthy person with those around you? Because it all starts with the people around you. Next, you want to lead your industry to build a strong personal brand. When you establish your personal brand, you get a foothold in your area of expertise. This helps you to determine how best to maximize your chances for future opportunities that you can't even imagine yet. And you don't even know that you want these opportunities. But when you set yourself up to be a leader, you start to attract opportunities your way. And Malcolm X is famous for saying, the future belongs to those who prepare for it today. So how are you preparing for the future that you want to create? The next thing is that you want to increase the value of your most valuable asset. Creating a personal brand gives you a license to spend money and time on developing your most valuable asset. Yourself, you are your most valuable asset. You want to develop yourself in a manner that gives you the highest return on investment. So that could be books, that could be trainings, that could be courses, that could be self-care. And once you've fulfilled the basic principles of being clear on who you are, your brand, your look, your social media, your area of expertise, then you're going to need to grow in your knowledge continually because there's always someone else who's interested in your spot that you hold in your field. You want to make sure that more skills and knowledge are always on your radar because they'll help you gain opportunities in the future. And one of those ways you can do that is to join my book club, the business book club that I'm hosting at the end of August. It's going to run through September. That's going to be the first book. And it's going to be Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Definitely want to check that out. And the link is in the show notes. Now, apart from this, building a personal brand requires working through a lot of individual challenges and sticking points such as fear and negativity. Because, hey, let's face it, building a personal brand isn't all sunshine and roses. However, remember one thing. The best opportunity only comes when you prove your ability to turn ideas into action and your ability to face your fears and improve and grow in the process. And when you do that, you're going to be able to find people to connect with that are interested in what you're passionate about, that you relate to, and that will find you memorable. You definitely want to be memorable. Whether you're climbing the corporate ladder or building your small business, a strong personal brand that displays your expertise is going to be the key to taking you wherever you want to go. Not only that, it can open doors and opportunities for you that you can't even imagine today. So I want you to ask yourself this one thing. Are you ready to build your personal brand? 
Of course, every week I leave you with a book. And of course, there is the book club that I'd love for you to be a part of. But this week's book is called Reinventing You, Define Your Brand, Imagine Your Future. And the link is also going to be in the show notes. But a quick description says on Amazon, whether you want to advance faster at your present company, change jobs, or make the jump to a new field entirely, the goal is clear. To build a career that thrives on your unique passions and talents. But to achieve this in today's competitive job market, it's almost certain that at some point you'll need to reinvent yourself professionally. Consider this book your roadmap for the next phase of your career journey. In Reinventing You, branding expert Dory Clark provides a step-by-step guide to help you assess your unique strengths, develop a compelling personal brand, and ensure that others recognize the powerful contribution you can make. Check out that book. Let me know how you like it. And also, I want to hear from you. If you find these episodes valuable, why not leave a five-star review on iTunes? That really helps us out. We don't charge for the show. There's a team that's involved in making this happen. And why not drop a five-star review on iTunes to let us know that you appreciate the work that we're doing? Hey, I want to congratulate you on taking that next step on building your personal brand just by listening to this podcast, but definitely, definitely see it through to the end. Make sure that you're working on yourself and working on building a personal brand that's attractional and that gets results. All right. See you next week. 